Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Dave and Dean Lane. Sure, it's winter, but you're prepared. You've got your winter parka. You've got your winter boots. And you've got your winter weather station, WTOP. With traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's Friday, February 16th. Welcome in. Thanks for starting the early part of your morning with us here at WTOP at 1258. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, over to Ken Berger first this morning with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Starting in Maryland at the Bay Bridge, uh, no overnight work zone currently with all lanes open to east and three west. Had some wind warnings at the bridge earlier this evening, so that prevented any of the work zones being set up. And I guess they decided not to, so it's a good-looking ride both sides of Route 50 between the eastern shore and the western shore. And the ride on 50 between the Bay Bridge and the Capitol Beltway is without issue. Baltimore-Washington Parkway and uh, 95 uh, between the two beltways running in the clear. 270 also looking good, leaving Bethesda, heading up into Frederick County. Just be aware, though, that in Frederick County, southbound 270, the single left lane getting by the work zone. This is in the area between 70, heading just after Maryland 85, the Bucky's Town Pike. There are no major delays. Uh, in Virginia, you do have a couple of work zones going on, including eastbound 66 before Roslyn, single lane getting by. This is sound barrier operation. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Starting out mainly clear, clouds will be on the increase this Friday. Temperatures this morning low to upper 30s. Later today, just shy of 50 degrees. Temperatures will fall fast below freezing, and that will allow this next weather maker to produce pretty much all snow through the area. 10 p.m. Friday here today until 8 a.m. Saturday. Expect between 1 and 3 inches of snow. Roads will turn slushy to slick, especially anything that's not treated. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 44 degrees in our nation's capital, where the time now on WTOP is 12.59. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Friday morning of February 16th. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Coming up on WTOP, get ready for more what? Snow coming our way. We're supposed to get a few inches Friday night into Saturday. We'll update you. Applause for three D.C. officers who were shot but are now recovering at home. I'm Nick Ainelli. They're not police, but they do investigate cases of animal cruelty. D.C.'s humane law enforcement officers. I'm Kate Ryan. Metro is investigating after a problem with a rail car left the station filled with smoke. I'm Scott Gelman. Gains on Wall Street at the closing bell Thursday trading. Asian stocks trading higher this morning. Good morning. Welcome in. One o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. Two juveniles are in custody after a deadly shooting at a Super Bowl victory parade in Kansas City, Missouri. CBS News Chicago reporter Charlie DeMar says the shooting has some people wondering if they should just stay home. This shooting has some communities and families questioning whether attending outdoor public gatherings are safe. Here at the Super Bowl parade, there were about 800 police officers for a million spectators. The mayor here in Kansas City vowing to move forward, including hosting 
next month's St. Patrick's Day Parade. Two juveniles are in custody. Criminal charges are expected on Friday. It was a very contentious hearing in Fulton County, Georgia, where a judge is hearing about the DA's relationship with the prosecutor she hired to lead her election interference case against former President Trump. Let me tell you which one you lied in right here. Thank you, lied right here. No, 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 no. This is the truth. That's District Attorney Fonnie Willis on the witness stand. Ms. Willis? Mr. Sena, thank you. We're going to take five There were many heated exchanges during her testimony. I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. Stacey Lynn, CBS News. The U.S. government confirms Russia is developing a space-based weapon to target American satellites. CBS's Ed O'Keefe has more from the White House. There is no immediate threat to anyone's safety. Is it a nuclear weapon, a nuclear-powered weapon, or a nuclear-capable weapon. I'm not going to be able to go into any more detail. But National Security Spokesman John Kirby said what Russia is doing would violate a 1967 treaty banning the deployment of nuclear weapons beyond the atmosphere. The University of Iowa's Caitlin Clark has broken the NCAA women's college basketball career-scoring record. Caitlin Clark now has 3,528 points in her career. Clark finished the night with 49 points as number four Iowa beat the University of Michigan 106 to 89. Greece has become the first Orthodox Christian country to legalize same-sex civil marriage. The BBC's Mark Lowen. I think this marks a rare moment in which Greece's politicians have stood up to the Orthodox Church, which still wields huge influence. And it is a moment when the Greek government has decided that this was the way forward and they have to now drag society with the law. Federal regulators have loosened their restrictions on Wells Fargo. They say the bank has sufficiently fixed its toxic culture after years of scandals. Wells had been under orders to completely overhaul how it sold financial products to its customers. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. AI is changing the dynamic in IT operations, improving efficiency, and problem-solving at scale. Brian Roach, Red River Chief Executive Officer, shares how AI is delivering on mission outcomes. Identifying the root cause of critical IT issues used to be out of reach. With the advent of AI ops and AI-enabled process automation, we can now produce in-depth analysis that automatically initiates incident response. To learn more about AI from Red River experts, visit redriver.com. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. WTLP at 104. Good Friday morning. We are looking at a clear and cold overnight early morning. Low 33 to 38. Winds gusting to 20 miles an hour. We're at 44 right now in our nation's capital. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour Friday morning ride. Well, you may not be yet, but it'll have to be cold enough to see the white stuff once again. Yes, more snow in the forecast. Weather topping the news this early morning here at T.O.P. 
It is expected to start around 10 p.m. tonight, Friday night, into early Saturday morning. We're going to get a couple of inches, and yes, it's going to be enough where the snow plows will be out. Light, plowable snow with that one to three inches. The one-inch totals down through southern Maryland, the two to three-inch totals, much of the area, and then some higher amounts back in western Maryland. Already just north and west of D.C., there are uh, some winter storm watches that the National Weather Service has issued that will start at 7 p.m. and continue until early morning Saturday. That's 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson on WTOP. We'll keep you updated with traffic and weather on the 8s. More in just minutes. It is 105. Now we turn to an update on Friday morning to that nearly 13-hour barricade situation in southeast D.C. locally on Wednesday midweek this week. Three police officers who were shot during the incident are now recovering at home this morning. And the suspect is identified in court documents as Stephen Rattigan. Though police say he uses the alias Julius James in his first appearance this week in D.C. Superior Court Thursday afternoon, Radigan was ordered held without bond on charges of assault on a police officer, animal cruelty, and assault with intent to kill while armed. As the three D.C. officers who were shot and injured left MedStar Washington Hospital Center, they received a standing ovation from dozens of supporters. They were shot while trying to serve an arrest warrant for animal cruelty in Southeast, leading to a standoff between police and the suspect, Stephen Radigan. Court records show that Radigan's landlord had concerns about him and recently tried to evict him, claiming that two of his dogs had acted aggressively toward a two-year-old child in the neighborhood. The arrest warrant accused Radigan of abusing dogs, and police say after he was eventually arrested, they removed 31 dogs from his single-family home, including 11 puppies. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. And while humane law enforcement officers are the ones who investigate those types of cases, they are not part of the D.C. Police Department. When three Metropolitan Police officers were shot while serving a warrant in an animal cruelty case in D.C. Wednesday, one of Chris Schindler's co-workers from the Humane Rescue Alliance was on the scene but was not hurt. Well, this isn't something that happens every day. It's the thing that keeps me up at night is the safety of my team. Schindler oversees humane law enforcement officers who investigate cruelty cases and in situations like the one Wednesday are backed up by D.C. police. I'm, again, just incredibly grateful to the Metropolitan Police officers that, you know, help protect our staff every day. Schindler can't say much about the case involving the 31 dogs that were taken from the Hannah Street Southeast home, but... I can assuredly say with 100% certainty that there is no element of dog fighting related to this case. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. New this morning, Friday on WTOP, Metro GM Randy Clark now apologized to riders impacted by a fire that happened underneath the train Thursday afternoon. Clark says the incident was caused by a third rail shoe assembly that came loose, filling the Eastern Market Metro Station with smoke and injuring at least one person. WTOP Scott Gelman was at the scene telling us this morning... All, it all started with one of the cars on a newer 7000 series train. This is a potential problem with the train. Andy Off with Metro says as a 7000 series rail car pulled in here to the Eastern Market Metro station, smoke started coming from underneath the train. It has nothing to do with, you know, the wheels or, or anything like that. One person was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries and DC Fire and EMS says a few others were checked out but are okay. Off doesn't think it's a fleet-wide issue but the agency is inspecting the train. 
tracks between New Carrollton and Eastern Market. Uh, we're also taking a look at all of our 7,000 series uh, third rail collector assemblies uh, to ensure that they are, you know, affixed properly. Near Eastern Market, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Metro's GM says the issue appears to be isolated, not system-wide, and says that there are no other anomalies that have been found thus far during the investigation. Good Friday morning, February 16th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us at 108. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather together on the 8s and when it breaks here on WTOP. Good Friday morning to Ken Berger with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. And a good Friday morning to you, Dean. Uh, the only slight delay on the is on the Beltway over on the west side in a loop. This is because of that new traffic pattern. Lanes go from 423 in that long-term work zone between 123 heading out past the Dulles Toll Road. And those are very narrow lanes. So right now it's causing a very minor slowdown as you make your way by. Also be, uh, be aware that uh, north of the Dulles Toll Road on the Beltway's inner loop, you've got a lane or two blocked. And this is because of patching operations on the Beltway's outer loop. Coming south of the American Legion Bridge, or actually the inner loop at the American Legion Bridge, right lane and right shoulder blocked. Again, that is on the inner loop. 95 southbound in Virginia, south of Dale Boulevard. You'll find paving operations, the center lane, right lane closed, and more road work on southbound 95. This is on the approach to U.S. 17 Mills Drive in the Fredericksburg area. You're going to find at the center lane and the right lane closed. Northbound 95 is pothole patching operations most of the way between Virginia 606 Mud Tavern Road in Thornburg, all the way up to Virginia 610 Garrisonville Aquia. The center lane and right lane blocked because of this pothole patching operations. So move over to the far left side, but the volume very light, so no major delays. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's President's Day sale and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Tracking snow on this Friday, but it will hit very late in the day. So this morning, we're dry. Temperatures lower to upper 30s. Your afternoon, just shy of 50 degrees as clouds move in. After 10 p.m. today, the snow starts. It will end around 8 a.m. Saturday, looking at one to three inches of snowfall today. Your high temperature, around 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We are at 44 degrees in our nation's capital. Friday morning, February 16th, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence. Dex pavers and fences, six months. No payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 110 Friday morning where we bring you money news to 10 and 40 past. Jeff Clayball with us this early hour. The average rate on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage rose to a two-month high, 6.77% this week. NVIDIA has now passed Google for market value just days after topping Amazon. The chip maker is now the third largest company behind Apple and Microsoft. Riverboat cruise line Viking plans an IPO. Viking was founded in 1997 and has more than 70 ships now. Most carry no more than 200 passengers. The S&P 500 index closed at a record Thursday. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Checking overseas this early morning in the 1 a.m. hour. Asian stocks remain higher this morning. The Nikkei is up this hour by 388 points. The Kospi is up 33. The Hang Seng is up 415 points. The Shanghai is up 36. Good morning. Glad you're with us. More on the Trump trials next on WTOP. It's 112. 
Don't be forced to sell stocks in a bear market. Now is the time to review your financial plan and determine how much liquidity you truly need. I'm Simon Hamilton with The Wise Investor Show. Every week we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know. To learn more about how to manage your cash flow and to become a better informed wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at RaymondJames.com forward slash The Wise Investor Group or just find us on your favorite podcast app. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. When traffic takes a turn for the worse, you'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning. Welcome in. It is February 16th. Clear, cold this overnight early morning. If you're just joining us, the low by daybreak on Friday, 33 to 38. Wind gusting this overnight up to 20 miles an hour, depending upon where you are in the region. We're at 49 in Washington right now. We'll keep you updated as we go throughout the morning. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Snow on the way. We'll update you on that with traffic and weather on the 8th, just minutes away at 113. Glad you're with us this morning. This is WTOP News. A sex scandal that threatened to derail former President Donald J. Trump's bid for the White House in 2016 is still this morning looming over him as he runs for president this year. A New York judge has now denied the former president's bid to throw out his hush money case and set a trial date for March 25th. This now clears the way for the first ever criminal trial of a former U.S. president. This morning, Zach Schoenfeld. Courts and legal reporter for The Hill joins our Dimitri Sotis to discuss. Donald Trump, for many months now, has been attempting to delay all of his criminal cases, attempting to move them after the election. His goal is to win the election in November, go to the White House, and then either in his two federal criminal cases, either pardon himself or direct his Justice Department then to drop the cases. And then in the state indictments, where he can't pardon himself, the goal there is, once he assumes the presidency, just to put those cases on hold, Potentially delaying them until 2029. But after a hearing today in New York, Donald Trump's hush money trial is now set for now less than six weeks away. Jury selection is set to begin on March 25th. And I can tell you after being in the courtroom today, the judge seemed pretty firm now that that is going to stick. So things could always change. But it seems as of now, with very strong signs that in now less than six weeks, Donald Trump will go on trial in his first criminal case. Back to the legalities in a moment. But this would be soon after Super Tuesday. You you have got to believe Mr. Trump and the people closest to him in the campaign want to lock up that nomination and then go into full campaign mode, but they've got to be in court. That's right. And we saw many of those arguments spill over into the courtroom today. Donald Trump's lawyers, after the judge said that he wanted to move ahead with this March 25th date, started talking about those upcoming primary contests. They counted them out to the judge, talking about how there are more than 40 primary contests between March 1st and potentially when this trial will now end. So they were really attacking the timeline here, even one of Trump's lawyers saying that it amounts to election interference, saying that now that Trump is going to have to spend time preparing for the trial and then will actually have to sit in the courtroom uh, once this gets underway uh, instead of being out in the campaign trail uh, of many of those spots. 
Now, that being said, Donald Trump told the cameras today after leaving the courtroom that his plan is to be in the courtroom during the day and then go out and campaign in the evening. Zach, uh, one of the uh, difficult parts of your job, but one that you do well, is to take these complicated legal matters and explain them uh, easily to us. It's not that the former president had this affair with Stormy Daniels that is that is what he's going to trial for. What exactly is the accusation and the charge? That's right. So he is charged with 34 counts of falsifying business records. The accusation here brought by Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg is that when Trump had reimbursed his fixer at the time, Michael Cohen, for reimbursements that Cohen had paid to adult film star Stormy Daniels, as well as uh, at least one other woman, to keep quiet about affairs they alleged to have had with Trump, that hush money by itself is legal. But the accusation here is about the reimbursement. And specifically, prosecutors say that Trump improperly recorded those reimbursements in a series of checks, invoices and ledger entries within the Trump organization that Alvin Bragg says uh, was as part of a criminal scheme uh, to conceal all of this damaging information from coming out before the 2016 presidential election. All of these hush money payments were being made in the lead up to that election. Uh, so the accusation here is not uh, that the hush money payment was made. Uh, Donald Trump has acknowledged that these payments were made, but rather it's instead whether his reimbursements of them can amount to a crime under New York state law of falsifying business records. That's Zach Schoenfeld, courts and legal reporter for The Hill, talking with our Dimitri Soto. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you Friday morning on WTOP this early hour. Fire and heavy smoke at the Eastern Market Metro Station. One person had to go to the hospital Thursday. That station has now reopened, we hear, this morning. Full day of testimony in Atlanta this week, Thursday, regarding District Attorney Fonnie Willis and whether she should be removed from prosecuting that big election interference case against Donald Trump and many other defendants. She's back on the stand again today. More in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Jack Frost is a slippery character (laughs) with a nasty bag of tricks, sleet and snow, freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. Working on a You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Monday morning, February 16th. Thanks for starting your morning with us. It is 118. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, over to Ken Berger first this morning with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. A mostly quiet ride around the DMV. Not seeing any major accidents anymore. A couple of earlier ones, both in Annandale and Fairfax County and in Prince George's County have cleared. On the Beltway in Maryland, only one work zone. This is in Prince George's County. Mobile closures in the left lane between St. Barnabas Road and the John Hansen Highway. Also watch out for the emergency road work going on in Prince George's County. This affects St. Barnabas Road northbound. It's closed between Winston Street and Fraser Square. Traffic going single file past the work zone on the with toy operations on uh, the uh, southbound side.
in Camp Springs. Watch out for the ramp maintenance operations affecting uh, single-lane closures around Branch Avenue at St. Barnabas Road. Also westbound Pennsylvania Avenue between Forestville Road and Presidential Parkway. You've got road work over in the far right lane. In Frederick County, southbound 270, single left lane getting by the road work that is between I-70 and Maryland 85. In Anne Arundel County, no road work at the Chesapeake Bay Bridge tonight. They had some wind warnings earlier, so that prevented the uh, road work in the overnight hours with two lanes east and three lanes west. You do have the work zone eastbound 100 after Arundel Mills Boulevard, one lane getting by. Westbound 100 between WBNA Road and Telegraph Road, also a single lane getting by the road work. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Mainly clear and cold to start your Friday. Temperatures in the lower to upper 30s across the area. Expect a high temperature on this Friday, just shy 50 degrees. Clouds will be moving in, and we're tracking snow with this next weather maker. Temperatures will be low enough starting 10 p.m. today until 8 a.m. Saturday. Those are the hours where we're going to see some accumulating snowfall. One to three inches, and that's enough to impact area roads, turning slushy and then slick. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist. Just Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Around the region this early morning, checking the airports. This morning, Amara 48 at Reagan National, 36 BWI Marshall, 48 as well. This morning at Dallas, we are looking at 44 degrees this 1 a.m. hour in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around on your Friday morning by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber, Heating and Air, coming right up. Are people back to choosing condos after a COVID escape from them? I'm Mike Marillo. It's 121. If you're like me, 60 and retired, making ends meet, especially here at the supermarket and drugstore is tough. I'm so blessed to have found BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free and confidential website from the National Council on Aging that connected me to $1,200 a year in programs that help pay for food, medicine, utilities, and more. Maybe it can help you. BenefitsCheckup.org You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. It's Friday, February 16th. Welcome to WTLP. Glad you're with us this morning. It's 122. You're listening to WTOP News. D.C. police have now identified the man who was killed in a shooting at a carryout restaurant in Northeast. This week, Wednesday night, locally, the shooting also left two other men critically injured. It happened in the area of North Capitol and R Streets just before 930 that night. Police say 26-year-old Milan Nurse of Upper Marlboro was killed in that shooting incident. The two other men are still in the hospital. Friday morning police are offering a reward this hour of up to 25000 bucks to anyone who provides info, which leads to an arrest or conviction in this case. 
A Prince George's County man is found guilty of murder and other charges. WTLP's own John Doman says Friday morning the conviction here is connected to the death of a man in a wheelchair near Duval High School. Last July 1st, the day that it became legal to buy marijuana in Maryland, 19-year-old Dane Gale tried to set up an illegal street sale with the intention of robbing his dealer instead. But the dealer didn't do the delivery. A friend of his named Malcolm Bradley, who was confined to a wheelchair, did it instead as a favor. Bill Porter's an assistant state's attorney in Prince George's County. Dane Gale pulled out a gun. And he shot this individual 11 times um, and made 23 holes in his body. Gail was found guilty in a number of charges, including murder this week. Edith Bradley is the mother of the victim. It's a hole in my heart. Gail will be sentenced at the end of May. John Dome in WTOP News. The ACLU of Virginia filing two lawsuits in an effort to protect trans kids in the state. The suits are against the State Department of Education asking the courts to throw out Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin's policies on the treatment of transgender students and rule that school districts are not required to follow them. Now, Youngkin's policies here allow teachers and students to refer to a transgender student by the name and pronouns associated with their sex assigned at birth. They also call for school systems, sports teams to be organized by the sex assigned at birth. Youngkin has said in this situation, the new policies in Virginia are aimed at giving parents a greater say in just how their children are treated in school.